Hi, this is Pastor Stephen. I am the pastor of New Beginning Church in Singapore. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this podcast will build your faith. Hope you grow deeper in the word of the Lord and know Him personally in much deeper way. Enjoy the message. God bless you. Shalom. I'm so glad that you're here with us at NBC Church Online. I hope you have been blessed through the simple worship we just went through. I believe there's impartations of strength and power of God into each and every one of our lives that enable us to face the challenges ahead. I believe that with God, we can be triumphant. We can overcome every obstacles that we face in this life. Let me just remind you once again that it is our practice to set a theme for every year. And for the 2020, our theme is transformations. This becomes the message that we believe God wants us to meditate on so that every aspect of our lives can be transformed. For this, we have set aside a topic for each month. And for the month of June, we will be sharing with you a new topic, the financial transformations. And the title for my sermon today is Biblical Perspective on Money. It is only by knowing and practicing the biblical perspective on money we can be successful in handling our money and how we gain our money. And Jesus said to his disciples, And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And I believe it is not coincidence that as we witness this COVID-19 pandemic destroying people's life, destroying people's health, and also destroying people's finance. Everyone's finance has been affected uh, badly, whether individual, family, corporations, big or small uh, companies, even governments around the world are struggling to overcome this fallout. So let's prepare our heart to receive the words of the Lord and He speak to us through His word. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we say thank you to you for this opportunity that we can come and worship you together online. As one body of Christ, we open up our hearts to receive the words of the Lord and speak to us, O God, through your word. We thank you. Bless us, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 11 verse 4. The Bible said, Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. New Living Translations. It says, Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. Some people are very creative. They create acronym for words. Using abbreviations from every letters of the word and they create another word or another sentence. It makes it easy to understand and to uh, easy to memorize the message being conveyed. One of the acronyms is money. Money spelled M-O-N-E-Y. 
It stands for momentary on, not eternally yours. Even though with money we can do a lot of things, but money has its limitations too. Both the Proverb 11 and the acronym money show just that. It doesn't protect people from the day of judgment. It cannot be carried over to eternity. And of course, there are some other limitations too. Listen to the following quotations. For money, you can have everything it is said. No, that is not true. You can buy food, but not appetite. Medicines, but not health. Soap beds, but not sleep. Knowledge, but not intelligence. Glitter, but not comfort. Fun, but not pleasure. Acquaintances, but not friendship. Servants, but not faithfulness. Gray hair, but not honor. Quiet days, but not peace. The shell of all things you can get for money, but not the kernel. Death cannot be had for money. Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy chapter 6 rings loud and clear on this matter. It teaches the biblical perspective on money. Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, who was a pastor at the time at the city of Ephesus. He said, Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly give us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need. Always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as good as a good foundations for the future so they may experience true life. The first principle that we can learn from this passage of scripture is that it is okay for Christians to be rich. When Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, who was a pastor, he asked him to teach his people. Some of them are rich people in this world. He said, teach those who are rich. He did not say, tell the rich to become poor. He did not say, tell the rich to abandon their riches. He did not say, tell the people not to be rich. But the people of God who are rich need to be taught the biblical principle. What about the money? How to get the money? And how to use the money according to the truth of God? He said that the rich should not be proud and they should not trust their money. He gave them the reason why. It is because money is so unreliable. The COVID-19 pandemic has taught many people the reality of this fragile world. That money can easily be taken away and lost its value. That is to say that money at times can be very unreliable. 
the rights in many cities in the United States recently show us that money, properties, and businesses are subjected to disruption and destructions. Some big companies used to be powerful, but yet they collapsed. Just to say some, Virgin Airlines, Thai Airways, JCPenney in the United States, and here in also in Singapore, one of the biggest company, oil trading company, Hinlion, has collapsed. Many other small and medium companies are probably at the brink of collapse. Many other big companies would have to be bailed out by government, otherwise they would have collapsed. So instead of trusting their money and being arrogant, Paul said that the rich should trust God. They should put their trust in God who richly give us all we need for our enjoyment. Oftentimes people want to be rich because they believe their money would guarantee that all their needs will always be met. But in times of trouble, just like this COVID-19 pandemic, money cannot guarantee that all our needs will be fulfilled. The problem that many governments around the world try to overcome this pandemic is not because they lack of money. Even some of the richest countries in this world have suffered so much during this pandemic. They are the top uh, country in which the most uh, infections and most casualty that they have suffered. I read a story about a man named Sam Israel. Sam Israel was a Seattle shoemaker who won a contract to repair World War II boots for the military at the nearby Fort Lewis. Being somewhat a reclusive bachelor, he invested all his earnings in buying buildings at a decrypt part of Seattle. Time went by and his building became more valuable, but Sam continued to live alone in the trailer. By the time he died in 1994, the decrypt parts of Seattle had become cheap parts of Seattle and his property was worth more than 15 million. We can surely say in this case, his riches did not bring security and happiness in his poor and lonely life. He did not enjoy the money that he had so much. Jesus said to his disciples, for what will it benefit someone if he gains the whole world yet lost his life? Yes, truly, we have to learn to trust God because it is God who will provide all our needs in all circumstances at all times. And the most important thing is that when we trust God, He will provide all our needs and we can enjoy the blessings that God has blessed us with. Amen. So many people have so many things. So many people have so much money. 
but yet they cannot enjoy the money they have so much. The example was same Israel. So often time our problem is not a lack of money, but lack of trust in God. A church leader a long time ago said this, We have very little faith in the Lord, very little trust. If we trusted the Lord as much as we trust a friend when we ask him to do something for us, neither we as individual nor our whole country would suffer so much. No wonder the Bible tells us, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your paths straight. Because it is the blessings of the Lord that makes a person rich. And when God bless us with riches, the Bible said He adds no sorrow to it. But unfortunately, there are so many rich people in this world nowadays. With so much money, with so much treasures, with so much assets. But they're living in fear, living in anxiety, and living with so much worry. And not being able to enjoy the blessings, not being able to enjoy all the riches that they have. Just for simple examples. Nowadays, there are so many restrictions, so many roads for people to come from one country to another country. I heard there are some rich Indian people that want to come into Singapore. They have the means, they have the money, probably they have their own planes. But because of the regulations in Singapore, they are not able to come into Singapore. That shows us, even though they have so much money, the money has so much limitations. They used to rely on money so much because money has done so many things and provides so many opportunities and so many freedom for them. But yet, money has its limitations. Now, the fact and the reality show it to us. The second principle that we can learn from this passage of Scripture is that Yes, the Bible does not against people from getting rich. But it matters to God how we get the money. In the same chapter, 1 Timothy chapter 6, Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy to teach the teaching that promote godly life. He said there are some teachers who will teach the teaching that create divisions, slanders, jealousy, and evil suspicions. Apostle Paul said that these people are always causing trouble. Their minds are corrupt. And to them, a show of godliness is just the way to become rich and wealthy. In another word, their motivations, whatever they do and they say, is just a cover for them to become rich and rich quickly. These are the people the Apostle Paul said. But people who long to be rich fall into temptations and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destructions. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith 
and pierce themselves with many sorrow. In another word, these people want to be rich with the wrong mean. They have earned their riches by dishonesty, by wickedness. The way they earn their money was not righteous. They were not following God's principle. The Bible clearly against those who want to get rich quickly. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 11 states, Wealth from get rich quick schemes quickly disappear. Wealth from hard work grows over time. Once again, money, wealth, treasure from hard work will grow over time. As times, some people feel work as a burden. They try to avoid work as much as possible. Something that people try to avoid it, except of course, the money. But we have to understand that work preceded the fall. That is to say that before even sins come into the world, before even Adam and Eve fall into sin, God told them and God assigned Adam and Eve and the people in this world to care for the garden and to rule all over the other creations. That is to say, work is good. So if you have job today, it is good. If you still have business that running, it is good. If you still can work, that is wonderful. Because many people have lost their job. Many people are unable to work. Many businesses are unable to open. Well, for some of you probably, if you lost your job, you cannot do your work, do not be discouraged. You can use this time as a time to reskill, to sharpen your skill, to get a new skill. When the opportunity open up for you, you are ready to jump in. God has promised to bless each and every one of us. But we need to work. And we need to work hard to get there. Just like the Israelites, they were promised a promised land filled with honey and milk. A prosperous land. A fertile land. Land that will guarantee that they live a wonderful and prosperous life. But yet, they have to get to work and work very hard. The first thing they have to do is they have to take initiative to get out of Egypt. They have, crossed, have to cross the sea. They have to walk through the wilderness. They have to fight too. Their enemies, they're ready to stop them. So they have to work hard to get there. Thomas Edison once said, he said, opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overall and looks like work. Unfortunately, some people want to be rich in instance. Some want to get money regardless. Joseph was sold into slavery because his brothers want to be rich. Jesus was betrayed by Judas because he wanted to be rich in an instance. And the Israelites was defeated in the first defeat 
against a small city AI because I can want to, to be rich in an instance. These are the example of people who try to gain money by any means, by a wrong way, instead of working hard, they cut corner, they steal from others, and they betray others. I believe most of you have heard the man named Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba. Of course, not everyone can be as successful as Jack Ma, but it shows, just like many other successful people, that generally hard work can pay off. Jack Ma grew up in Hangzhou, China. After college, he applied for and rejected 30 jobs before becoming an English teacher. Then after he was introduced to internet on a trip to United States of America in 1995, he went on to found China e-commerce giant Alibaba with no technical or business skill. Today, Jack Ma is worth of $35 billion and the company that he founded has a market capitalization of more than $400 billion. Jake Ma said, I think everybody can be successful if they really try hard. Ma was rejected a lot in his life. In one interview, Jake Ma said, I failed at key primary school test two times and I failed like three times for the middle schools. I applied for Harvard 10 times rejected. But eventually, Jack Ma attended and graduated from the Hangzhou Teachers Institute with a major in English education. Jack Ma was even rejected by KFC. 24 of them applied for the job in KFC. 23 of them was accepted and one of them was rejected. And there was Jack Ma. Even after launching Alibaba, Jack Ma still faced so many rejections. In 2001, he went to America and tried to raise $5 million for his company, but all the investors rejected him. But Jack Ma did not give up. He worked very hard. He continued to work on it. And there was a breakthrough in 2005 when Yahoo bought a majority stake in Alibaba. And in 2014, Alibaba issued a record-breaking $25 billion IPO. The key, Jake Ma says, is not to let the rejections keep you down for a long time. Of course, you are not happy when people say no. Have a good sleep. Wake up and try it again. That's what Jake Ma said. Roman 12 says, Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. The third principle that we can learn from this passage of Scripture is that it's matter to God how we use our money. I read a story about a man named Matt Dawson. He had worked at Ford Motor Company for over 60 years. By the time he was 78 years old, he still worked there as a forklift driver. 
you could have retired a long time ago and enjoy all his uh, hard work. But yet he continued to work and even work over time when the company allowed him. He made about uh, $100,000 per year. But he gave most of his earning away. He gave to university, he donated here and there. And Matt Dawson only made it to seventh grade. He was not very educated, but yet he earned so much money through his hard work. And he also used it very wisely to be blessings to others. Although he was expected to retire years ago, Dawson still say that he has no plan to retire and he hopes to remain at Fort and continue working and giving money away as long as he stays healthy. What a remarkable man. This man knows the truth of God about earning money with hard work, with diligent work, and he knows about how to use the money according to God's principle. So let us recap. Let us recap what I have shared with you. First of all, it is okay to be rich. Secondarily, even though it is okay to be rich, but the way and how we earn our money matter to God. And our last point is that it matters to God also how we use our money. The way we handle our money reflects our true character, our spiritual maturity, and what matters to us in this life. Someone said this, Even though the money belongs to us, it matters to God how we acquire, store, and spend our money. It matters to God whether we are good steward or not. Because how we handle our finances, it reflects who we are. And if we handle our finances wrongly, it will bring a negative impact in our lives, in our families, and in our future. Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy to teach the rich God's principle about money. And he said, Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need. Always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundations for the future so that they may experience true life. In another word, when God has blessed you with lots of money and more than you could ever spend on yourself and your family and all you need, then you have to learn to share with others. Of course, in any circumstances, in any stages of your finance, you can be always a blessing to others. By doing so, you become a blessing to those people who are in need, but you are also helping yourself to store up treasure in heaven. Proverbs 19 says, If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord, and He will repay you. Can you imagine that you are lending something to the Creator of heaven and earth who owns everything? I am sure, I am sure, He will bless you and bless you abundantly. 
Let me close with 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each one should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not out of regret or compulsions. For God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will be abound in every good work. And as it is written, He has scattered abroad His gift to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Thank you for joining us. Hope you have been blessed. This podcast is made possible by generous giving people like you. If you want to support us, please visit us at www.nbcsingapore.org www.nbcsingapore.org God bless you.